for Thursday, June 18th, 2020. This is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, two medical device sterilization plants in Metro Atlanta that had previously reduced operations because of toxic gas emissions have ramped them back up in recent months. I think the pandemic kind of pushed those concerns to the side in a way. But if you talk to people in these communities, uh, they still are very concerned. Andy Miller, editor of Georgia Health News, joins me to explain how federal officials have stepped into the fight over ethylene oxide emissions during the pandemic. That's next. You love free. And at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. Earlier this year, two medical device sterilization plants, Sterigenics in Cobb County and BD in Newton County, had greatly reduced operations. That after the facilities were found releasing elevated levels of the toxic gas ethylene oxide. But during the pandemic, both plants have ramped operations back up after pressure from federal officials. Andy Miller has been covering all this for Georgia Health News, and he joins me now for more. Andy, thanks for talking with me. Glad to be with you, Sam. I want to start just by kind of setting up where things were at the start of the year before the pandemic really, really came on. So talk with me about what was up at this plant in Smyrna, Sterigenics, and at this plant out in Covington, BD, kind of at the start of the year before the coronavirus was a part of all of our lives. Well, first of all, let's let's start with Sterigenics in South Cobb County. It was shut down in order to meet Cobb County safety standards that the county had were seeking because of concerns over ethylene oxide emissions. This plant, uh, like the one in Covington BD, sterilizes medical equipment using ethylene oxide, which is considered a carcinogen. In BD's case in Covington, the company was meeting new state restrictions on emissions and amounts that uh, it could sterilize. And so in both of these situations, the community's opposition to ethylene oxide really helped push state officials 
and local officials in the case of Cobb County to really do much stricter regulation over these facilities. Let's take a look at them one by one on kind of how the situation has really changed because of the pandemic. Start with BD. When did we have a sense that the work that they were doing out there, sterilizing medical equipment, that this was something that federal officials were actually paying attention to? Well, it really started kind of when the pandemic took off in March. And essentially, there was a great need around the country and still is for personal protective gear, gloves, masks, gowns for frontline healthcare workers dealing with people with COVID. And there was a greater need for this PPE than ever before. So that was going on and there were shortages. And the second thing that was going on is there were some medical device shortages, including catheters that were being sterilized at BD's plant in Covington. And so federal officials started getting interested in this issue and they really took strong action in order to try to relax these restrictions here in Georgia. Uh, And it came from the very top of the Trump administration. We had officials from the FDA, from U.S. Health and Human Services exerting pressure. I mean, is is that a a fair way to uh, characterize it? Were they exerting pressure? And and, and what specifically were were they wanting BD to be able to do? So the FDA, the EPA... NHHS were all interested in getting more PPE out there in the market and also to uh, relieve the shortages of certain catheters that were being sterilized by BD. And so the head of the FDA wrote Governor Kemp a letter urging him to take some action in terms of getting these plants up and running to their full capacity. You know, it was very unusual the fact that uh, the top of the Trump administration was really putting pressure on the governor and uh, in Sterogenics case, also putting pressure indirectly, at least, on the Cobb County chairman to make some changes to get Sterogenics back up and running. You mentioned this PPE shortage we're all very well aware of. Um, and you mentioned this kind of shortage of medical supplies, these these catheters. I mean, Were federal officials conflating the two? I mean, was BD sterilizing, I don't know, face shields, gowns, things that frontline healthcare workers actually need? It's a big question, Sam, in terms of how much actual PPE were being sterilized at at BD. Now, BD will will say, and rightly so, that uh, they were sterilizing surgical packs which are basically gowns, et cetera, for individual surgeries. But the biggest thing that the FDA wanted out of the BD situation was there are these catheters that were at the time in short supply, and these were used for ventilators. And as we know, with COVID, a lot of patients ended up on ventilators, and ventilators themselves got in short supply. But anyway... It was catheters for ventilators and also for other medical procedures were, again, uh, there were some shortages and the FDA really wanted the restrictions on BD to be lifted in order to get more of them onto the market. Just to be very clear, those restrictions were lifted, right? I mean, what's kind of the current state of operations at this plant out in Covington? 
Well, state regulators, the Environmental Protection Division, came to an agreement uh, with BD in order to lift most of these restrictions, essentially the key ones. And so uh, BD was able to go about kind of full production. And there was a consent order between the state and the company that was amended in late March. And so the, the I guess the moves by the Trump administration uh, were cited uh, by state regulators as they took this action. Let's talk now about Sterigenics, this facility in South Cobb County. Federal officials also saw that as a potential uh, resource in sterilizing personal protective equipment. Sterigenics going into this pandemic was actually shut down, correct? They, they weren't operating at all. That's correct. And you got the sense from the emails that we at Georgia Health News took a look at is the fact that the governor and the Kemp administration in general were really put some pressure on Cobb County's chairman, Mike Boyce, to lift these safety protocols that they were demanding and actually get sterogenics back in business. Uh, and it turned out that uh, the Cobb chairman decided in late March to allow sterogenics to open temporarily and only to sterilize PPE. And the company, uh, in response, filed suit saying that that wasn't good enough, that they wanted to open up fully. Y'all actually at Georgia Health News got your hands on a pretty strongly worded email from, from HHS, the Department of Health and Human Services, an official there who was pretty unhappy about that kind of limited reopening that Cobb County officials allowed. Very unhappy, very sharply worded, with a lot of capital letters uh, involved to say the secretary, meaning HHS Secretary Alex Azar, was all caps not pleased with what Cobb County had done and that the facility needed to be fully reopened. I know that prior to this pandemic, there was some pending legal fight between Sterigenics and, and Cobb County. How did the pandemic and Sterigenics being allowed to, to reopen, how does that play into that? Well, what happened, Sam, is when Sterigenics filed a lawsuit, the judge uh, essentially gave them some temporary permission to reopen fully. And uh, days later, Cobb County and the company, Sterigenics, agreed that the plant would be able to resume operations as normal until the court case was resolved. And so here we have Cobb County and Sterigenics are waiting to go to court. In the meantime, Sterigenics is operating. Correct. This is all happening in the kind of shadow of other legal action pending around Sterigenics. At Georgia Health News, you, you reported earlier this year about uh, another lawsuit from a set of warehouse workers who say they were actually exposed to ethylene oxide from material they got from the sterogenics plant. Talk to me a little about that. Well, there are 50 people who worked at this ConMed warehouse or distribution center in Lithia Springs, also in Cobb County, that uh, are accusing the warehouse owner... ConMed and also Sterigenics and officials with both companies as exposing them to dangerous levels of ethylene oxide and, and therefore harming their health. Sterigenics has come out very forcefully against the lawsuit saying that they had nothing to do with uh, 
this and they deny the, these charges. Nevertheless, this lawsuit got a lot of attention because it really brought ethylene oxide back into the public consciousness. And uh, these are workers that were around uh, these boxes and supplies that came in after being sterilized at Sterogenics there in Cobb County. A lot of people have been working pretty hard for the last year or so to really raise attention about these plants. They say they want them shut down because they're in their neighborhoods, they're in their backyards. What have those groups of people said about these developments, these two plants opening back up for essentially full operations? Well, the activists in these communities are very upset about the the current state of affairs. And um, in Cobb County, uh, they're kind of, I mean, hamstrung in the fact that they have to wait for this court case to play out. Currently, uh, Cobb County has filed a motion in the courts to dismiss the lawsuit by Sterogenics. And talking to the folks in Covington, they're also upset about the relaxed restrictions on the company. You know, these are communities that were last year informed really for the first time after our report with WebMD that what these facilities are all about, the fact that they're using this toxic chemical and the fact that the census tracts around these plants were projected to have higher cancer risks from airborne pollution, most of that driven by ethylene oxide. So this was news to these communities, and they're worried about not only their health, the health of their families, but also things like their property values. Prior to this pandemic, I feel like this was late last year, the Food and Drug Administration actually signaled that the closure, the restricted operations of these two medical sterilization plants could actually create supply chain issues in the country. Is there a sense in which this pandemic has given these federal agencies like the FDA cover or maybe reason to put pressure on these plants to reopen and kind of solve this problem that they projected even before we we knew anything about the coronavirus? Well, it's interesting that these agencies, the FDA and the EPA, uh, have both at least suggested, if not pursued, the idea that maybe we need to to look at another way of sterilizing medical equipment. Uh, Ethylene oxide is used on half of the medical equipment and supplies that need sterilization. And both uh, agencies have have acknowledged the fact that there are dangers involved. So I think the pandemic kind of pushed those concerns to the side in a way. But uh, if you talk to people in these communities, uh, they still are very concerned. I suspect that this will be going on for quite some time. We'll see what happens in the court case in Cobb County. But I think that everyone's uh, attention has been, as you say, focused on COVID-19. But I think at some point that we'll have to take a look as a society and and as a healthcare system on how we do sterilize these, these supplies. I mean, these two companies, Sterogenics and BD, say very forcefully that, look, what they do is a, is a valuable process. But I think that uh, the ethylene oxide uh, issue 
is something that's not going to go away. And I think that we'll just have to see how it plays out as the, as hopefully the pandemic goes down in terms of uh, the danger on, on people and communities. If, if we see a lessening of infections, we may see this debate come back more forcefully. Andy Miller is editor of Georgia Health News. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. Special thanks to Stephen Key. WABE's managing editor is Alex Helmick. Scott Wolfel is chief content officer. You can reach us at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also leave us a rating and a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wabe.org donate and become a member right now. And thank you.